And welcome back to the Pure Steel Podcast. As always, I am your host, Louis P. Schreier. And like every Tuesday, my co-host, Bryce Ripley, is here. As always, everybody, this show is brought to you by Lit Beard Company. Lit Beard Company is the best goddamn beard company on the planet. Flat out, plain and simple. Use the promo code STEEL on Lit Beard Company's uh, website, which is right here. Boom. Lit Beard Company. Uh, get yourself 10% off your first purchase and uh, get yourself a nice, healthy, happy beard. I, I forgot to put my tickers up, so here we go. Boom, there we go. Now, we're, now we are in business. Oh, it's official. Well, yeah, this is the Pierce to Steel Podcast. This is your first time tuning in. Thank you very much. If this is not your first time tuning in. How you been, Louie? Good, man. Good. Pretty good. good. What's, what's new and exciting here, Wayne? Yeah, Tommy and Teresa are watching. Oh, look at that. Good deal. Hello, Mom and Dad. Hello. What do you think? Ah, I don't think too much, man. Uh, been kind of a crazy weekend, man. Just a lot of shit coming in. Uh, just, just busy, 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 busy. Nothing wrong with it, though. Good, good. That's good news. Being um, busy, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's new with you? Oh, not much. Started a quick trip today, so uh, be working over in the kitchens there, helping them make a bunch of money. So that's always fun and exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. Tell them uh, I need another sponsor for the show. I see they do Matt Randall. Oh, man, I know. I know. I was thinking I'd love to be one of the grandkids, but, you know, that's how she goes. <laughs> that's how she goes. But so, I mean, yeah. Son yeah. of a bitch. Well, I suppose we'll skip right into it, eh? Yeah, let's do it. So over the weekend, actually one of my favorite bands, the Foo Fighters, their drummer passed away. Which is kind of tough. I'm a big music guy. I love, uh, especially like the Foo Fighters. They're just such a genuine band. Looking at Dave Grohl and how he kind of progressed his career. Uh, obviously, starting in Nirvana, he was a drummer for. Yeah, I didn't even know he was a drummer for Nirvana. I knew nothing about any of that. Yeah, so Dave Grohl was a drummer in Nirvana. And then eventually, after obviously after Kurt Cobain passed away, he started the band Foo Fighters. And uh, he started, you know, just going through guys and he uh, he brought on after the first time they met you know they've been on record saying like he met his long lost brother I mean when they first met those two clicked right away uh, Taylor Hawkins and uh, who just passed away obviously Taylor Hawkins and that Dave Roll just hit it right off and I couldn't imagine the shoes that Taylor Hawkins was trying to fit into at the time I mean Seeing that, you know, knowing that Dave Grohl just came off of the band Nirvana, right? He was already one of the one of the best drummers of the nineties, man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, and then coming off all the, you know, and then like how those guys hit it off, how loyal they were to each other for how many years, and Mm -hmm. you know, even like recently seeing that uh, Taylor Hawkins got his own, you know, like solos, like singing solos and Foo Fighter songs. He always covered uh, a Queen song, "Someone to Love." He always covered that song, and Taylor Hawkins killed it. And like he was always so under, he we he was so undermined, and like how talented the guy was. And uh, it was actually kind of tough, man, because I I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan, and you know, kind of like following music like I do, and seeing this guy's personality flourish, you know, just very seldomly, but like when you see him, like you remember, like uh, at the MTV Music Awards. They walk up to get you get their awards, and like Taylor Hawkins is standing there, and he's just like, you know, Dave Grohl's talking. He stopped, and he goes, "I'm Taylor Hawkins." Yeah, and right. And he pulled back like a goofball. Whatever, you know, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, they pulled the funny. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, there's like so many stories came out too, like this week of like you know all the people he's like been around, and uh, Paul McCartney came out, and he's like. Me and Taylor Hawkins were at the Grammys like three years ago. We went to an after party. They didn't recognize either one of us. There's pictures of Paul McCartney and Taylor Hawkins outside this party, standing there talking to each other, laughing because nobody recognized who they were. Well, that's kind of fun for them, anyways. But like, uh, to me, that's like a breath of fresh air when that happens, right? I mean, yeah, it's, you, you it's gotta be like the best thing in the world for those guys. Like, oh my god, nobody knows who we are. This is crazy. You know? Yeah, so uh, even to be like Paul McCartney, you know, be Paul McCartney and somebody not recognize who I am. Right? I mean, like, man. come on, man. there's gonna be one. There's always one. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. This 
He was 50 years old and passed away. Paul McCartney could walk into Westby and Nordic Lanes and not be recognized. I probably won't recognize. I'm more of a Stones fan first. You know, I'd have to like, yeah, I don't know. I think for me it would be, uh, do I want to look like a stupid ass if I'm wrong? Like, am I worth doing that right now? Like, how many beers have I? It would have to be a couple beers, and I would probably end up just biting the bullet. But, uh, God, it'd have to be close, though. <laughs> like, it'd have to be really close from, like, a Google image. You know what I mean? See, that's the thing. Like, I don't think I don't think I could, like, you could recognize, like, a lot of people, like, in real life. Like, I remember, like, seeing Favre in real life. You're like, yeah. Doesn't look anything like the fucking guy, you know. Yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I thought the same way about uh, John Madden. Uh, just like, but then, like again, like he didn't have his makeup on for TV and things like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought he looked different too. But anyway, uh, about Mr. Hawkins, that's too bad. He had uh, didn't he? He had uh, drug issues though early on. Yeah, the 2001, I think I read he had, a, he had a drug overdose. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he was, uh, what, 54 when he, 54? So 50. 50? Yep. Yeah. Uh, does, uh, that kind of stuff takes a toll on the body no matter what. So, but uh, sounds like he had a good life. Yeah, I could have, man, that would be crazy, you know, filling those shoes, you know, just like. You know, for the next guy that has to take over for Taylor Hawkins, that's going to be fucking tough. That's a legend. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, no thanks. But, you know, somebody's got to do it, you know. Uh, I'm sure they're going to pick the right guy, and it's going to be good, so. I was talking to a friend tonight, and he said, well, the lead singer also plays drums. (laughs) So. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Maybe. I can't imagine he would take, you know, go play drums, but, you know, maybe he will for a few songs, I'm sure. Why not? Yeah, but as of right now, we won't see Foo Fighters anymore in 2022. They canceled all their shows today. That's okay. Let them grieve, let them mourn. And could you imagine? I mean, like, it's like losing your your family. Like, that's, that's a big deal. Like, especially singing songs, there's a lot of emotion to that, dude. And it's, uh, be hard to sing some of those songs like knowing all the memories that come with those songs to be able to handle it to get through a show you know so what's your what's your favorite foo fighter song oh god i i just have so many i <sighs> yeah, my, what's my favorite one's my favorite, yeah what's yours uh, everlong is my favorite everlong yeah. okay yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I couldn't really pick. I, I guess yeah. I don't know them really off the top of my head either. See, my hero is right up there too. Yeah. One, one, one A, one B. Yeah, I mean they're good. I mean, I never was a big fan, obviously. Um, like, not that their music is bad or anything, but I just never really listened to it. I guess, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's too bad. It's too bad. Too young. Another good one going, man. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, sticking on music, everybody, I promised this last week. I didn't bring it down, but I got my Ghost Imperia vinyl. The fucking artwork and I think, dude. Yeah, I was going to say, they uh, that's some uh, killer artwork there. Kind of crazy, different. Yeah, they got like a whole, even like the whole the whole thing. Like if you, anybody doesn't know who the band Ghost is, like this is their persona on stage they have like, they have like a pope yeah, pretty cool pope of skull paint is that like an actual photo or like a painting or something no, that's the actual photo of the band oh really okay yeah and you go through your whole pamphlet and they have like every every song has like artwork that goes with it it's pretty neat actually i just did that upside down like a complete fucking doofus and didn't realize it so, yeah every every song has a whole different came and tell i mean god dang that's ugh. Yeah, then they got, yeah, there's one in here, too, that kind of sticks like a sore thumb. I think everybody's going to recognize who it is when I show it. For the song 20s. Which I was, I, I like the album. I thought it was a pretty good album. Not my favorite I'm album. Gonna to, I'm going to get you uh, sticky notes. I'm going to go to Office Max. Why? 
I'm going to get you some sticky notes so you have them. For what? So you have them as bookmarks. Yeah. I got I got uh, sticky notes here brought to you by Electric Eel Company. They make Yeah, sure. those are nice ones. You don't want to use them for that. I, I really, to be honest with you, I didn't really even plan to dig into this. I just did it just out of force of habit. Yeah, nice artwork, though. Yeah, there we go. I wonder if you can tell who this is through the screen. This is for the song 20s. This is the song is wrote about different people. Interesting. Is you recognize what kind of middle is? Background? Is that like a Buddha or something in the background? What is that? Donald J. Trump. Oh, that's Trump right there? Yeah. Oh, I, I see it now. Oh, that's an interesting picture of him. <laughs> Everybody's got their image, you know. Everybody's got a got their thing, I guess. But yeah, it's, just, it's a fun album. It's, it's it's definitely fun. It's not. I don't know, like I said, it wasn't my favorite by them, but I did see the Grammys posted some of their stuff today. Like you know, who's gonna be recognized? And their best metal album, my vote right here. Mastodon, Hushed and Grim. Mastodon, huh? And this is probably one of the best albums I've listened to in a long time. Again, fucking badass artwork. I mean, all around it. I mean, it's just different animals. I'm not going to flip through like into the ghost one, but yeah, just the Power Four man, Brian Delore, Brent Hines, Bill Kilmer, and Troy Sanders. Just a fucking really cool album. Jesus. Really liked it. And this is a. This is yeah. My, this is my second favorite Mastodon album that ever came out. And this is definitely my favorite album of the year, though. Well, you definitely want to keep that nice. Yep. Yeah. I thought I'd bring those down and do some show and tell. So Hush to Grim and Mastodon definitely they got uh, nominated for best metal album of the year. So I, I hopefully they win it. Uh, also previewed in that one or on the nomination list is uh there's the one other one that I really know I guess would be. Uh, Gojira Amazonia, which is also another really good album that I do. I actually have that one upstairs too. I just forgot to grab it. Yeah, I was uh, I was uh, listening to that Ghost album, I guess, a little bit. Uh, Watching the Sky, I guess, is a pretty good song. I guess, uh, not really like my type of go to, but I mean, clearly people like it. It had like 300,000 something views. I don't know. Yeah. That's good for a, a new uh, new album, I guess. I don't know. They're catchy. All their songs are catchy. Yeah. Except twenties. I was not a big fan of the song twenties. Yeah, I'm more of a. I guess I'm more of the sports, the sports type of people. You know. Yeah. I'm all about it, especially this time of year, man. This is it. This is it, man. Uh, this week. This week was kind of a slower week in news, but. Yeah, it was. Uh, down the NFL changed those rules up for the overtime today uh sounds like it went 29 to 3 so that's uh pretty convincing both uh so instead of it being you know obviously stopping if you if the opposing defense stops you to a field goal your offense gets to come on to try to score right but now regardless of touchdown it's not sudden death it's the other team gets the possession if it's still tied, sounds like they're going to do a coin flip to see who gets possession, and then it'll go to sudden death. What I don't like about it, this is my just take on it, is great. That's awesome. I like that rule, but the instead of doing the coin flip, like if it comes down to that, like for home field, you should get the ball first or the decision to go on defense first, what or either or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that should be also at the end of the game. Like the home field team always gets to decide. It's not a coin flip anymore. You know, like have an incentive for being the home, home field team in the playoffs because you earn that seed, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, I agree with that, but I think also just to kind of keep it, you know, it's the playoffs, you know, to keep it, you know, keep it worth watching though for us viewers. And I understand like the home field thing, you should make it more home field oriented. Yeah. But well, was it not bombing to so many people watching 
just that Chiefs Bills game alone. I mean, that's that's something, you know. Changes the game. I mean, letting Allen come on the field and score a touchdown and possibly Bills come out defensively and they do stop the Chiefs. Say the Chiefs are the home team and they pick to go score a touchdown, say the Bills stop them, you know. That had been a fantastic end. Like, it just felt deflating at the end of that game where you were like, wow, that's it. Don't get to see him come on the field. You know what I mean? It just I felt know, like yeah. it was just empty. I th- Yeah, I think both teams do deserve a shot at the score. That's kind of my opinion. Right. And I think if you're going to make the – because let's be honest, home field advantage – it doesn't matter what seed you are. You can come into any stadium and win. It does not matter where you're playing, but it will matter when you're in the game in that moment, in the time of, you know, you're in that team stadium, it's loud. <clears throat> when it comes to a coin flip, you don't even have to do the coin flip. You get to decide whether you put your offense or your defense on the field and use that crowd noise to your advantage. Use that as a home – that's an actual home field advantage. Oh, absolutely. Especially, you know, know, especially like you go to like a a Minnesota, which is known to be super loud, or like, you know, the Saints, you know, Chiefs, all the – Yeah. I mean, you really get, in my opinion, you get that full experience of a home field advantage when you have that, you know, on your back. You know what I mean? Speaking of like state, you know, like stadium, stadiums, like indoor stadiums, get super loud. Oh, especially man. if you're in Atlanta and eat the pump noise into it. Yeah, it's something. It's really, uh, it's loud. Um, sounds like the Bills got approved for a new stadium. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I was just about ready to say that. Yeah, oh Bills. man, that's that. Uh, I think that'll be outdoor. That'll still be really nice. I thought those have a roof on it. I looked at the picture. I thought those have a roof at least. It's gonna have like a partial. It's like. It's like Seattle Stadium, where it covers the fans, but it's still open on open to the elements on the field. Oh, badass! I think it's something kind of like that design. Yeah. yeah and the pictures I seen look fucking cool. So hopefully yeah, they look neat. I mean, it's uh, it's going to be a really nice stadium. Will they have a Super Bowl there? Probably not. But too cold for them. <sighs> too cold. Yeah. I think like that for Green Bay too. Like it's just. It's too cold, and there's not enough hotels. There's just not enough space. Yeah. It's just not – the neighborhood's not even going to want that fiasco around. Like, that's just a whole new level of people that come into the place, and, yeah, they just wouldn't want it. Anyway. Other other NFL news. The Ravens signed John Harbaugh – or uh, Jim Harbaugh – or uh, John Harbaugh to a yeah. three-year extension – he wins all the time him and tomlin they just go back and forth and yeah. uh, uh, speaking of tomlin the news on him today was he was very against changing the rules in the overtime he was against it he was against it he was he was out he was outspokenly against it he did not like the change that's too bad. A lot of coaches were for it, and that's just how this works. Well, I guess you got to look at it from his aspect. It's not like he has a marketable quarterback right now doing anything for him. It is what it is. Like, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Now, I wish, like I said, like I, I, I'm still sticking to that coin flip thing. It'll make it'll change that whole aspect. But he'll he'll come around. He'll be all right. He'll figure yeah. it out. I've been uh, really watching uh, these uh, receivers lately, um, and you know they're at West Palm Beach for the for the spring meetings or whatever for the NFL, right? Where they voted and all that. Yep. Sounds like uh, Lafleur wants some speed in the in the wide receiver room. The way he kind of worded how he said it made it sound to me like they were going to go after people. Like not not in the draft so much, but they're gonna to try to attack the trade market to get somebody in. Be interesting. I'd like to see some speed. Yeah, I want to get fast guys. Like the Chiefs win with those fast guys. They got really good fast receivers. 
Absolutely. I, you know, like look at a guy like, you know, like obviously you get a lot of noise right now out of Seattle, but like a Tyler Lockett is fast, you know, super fast. And guys like fast. Who might be available, might not be available. I guess time will tell. Hopefully they are available. Um, and there's a lot, you know, even like, even, you know, like look at like a guy like Sammy Watkins who still has fucking wheels. He's in a free, he's a free agent right now. It would be nice to get. <clears throat> you think Devin Hester can still run? What's that? Think Hester can still run? Did who? Devin Hester. Think he can still run? Oh, I think he can still run. Bring yeah. him in. Time to be a winner, yeah. Devin. Yeah, well, I don't know what he's doing now. It'd be interesting. Probably he's running tired. football camps and stuff like that. I'm going to say this right now, though. Like, just to be honest with you, Devin Hester is a game changer. You had a plan for what he could do in the field. He was a menace. He was one of the best of all time at being a returner. He should goddamn be a Hall of Famer. Saying that here right He'll now. get in there. He better get in there. You will God get in damn. there. Hey, they put Chris Carter in the son of a bitch. They better, better put Devin Hester. Yeah, they will. They'll put him in there. He's he's not going to not get a gold jacket, dude. Like, he is one of the best returners of the game's history. Like, he's getting in there. there it's just when, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, well, Zach Thomas needs to be in there. Well, I was like, well, I think Devin Hester is a little bit above Zach Thomas in my opinion because of just his position and what he did. You know, that's a hard position to be really good at, you know, so. Menace. I pick Hester over uh, Zach Thomas. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I think. Another NFL news today. We're going to stick with this. We're going we're to stay on this one-person topic here two times. So Deshaun Wasik is still face NFL discipline. That was directed today from uh, the head of the NFL, Roger Goodell. Right. What's your take on that? Should he still be punished? Although he – Yeah, you uh, – obviously if uh, – I mean, like all of us in America, like even if um, you're found innocent in the court of law – your employer still might not like that image uh, regardless because the way news gets out, the way things are, you know, um, you could get into the politics and get into details of that. And I'm not going to, but I mean, yeah, you should definitely face discipline from your employer. If it, if they are uh, affected by your um, allegations, guilty or not, because chances are they, they have to answer for it, so that's how they'll take it. They're sticking on Deshaun Watson or in the news. The Ravens owner came out to say that the Watson deal has complicated quarterback talks in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, obviously. I think they're trying to re-sign re Lamar Jackson. I think that must be going pretty tough. So I'm wondering, yeah, at this point, Lamar wants uh, more money than Deshaun Watson, obviously. And, uh, yeah, I I have to agree with him because Cleveland did that, and they, they knew it. <clears throat> you can't tell me that Cleveland didn't know that, that they were going to break the, you know, break that with that number, knowing that they have to re-sign Lamar. I mean, that's a big number. Because they numbers, still have to compete with that. These numbers are going to get stupid. 30, what is he making every year? I, uh, this year is supposed to be cheap, I thought. This year is supposed to be like base numbers. Right, because of the lawsuits and all that yeah. stuff. <clears throat> yeah. like, I want to say it's like 26 to 20. No, it was like, I think it was like 30. I can't remember what the hell it was. It was a lot. A lot. Yeah, a lot. Oh. Uh, is Deshaun Watson worth more than Lamar Jackson? In my opinion, absolutely. Let me let, let, let's, let me uh, before I say this. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has been on teams ready to win his whole career. Yeah. He's had defenses behind him. The Baltimore defense is always game ready to go. Lamar uh, Deshaun Watson. He's been playing for an absolutely shit Texans team for the last two years that he's been there. He didn't play last year, but the two years prior where they barely were squeaking Winslow, period. And then his final year, he's putting up numbers, you know, that replicated what Steve Young was doing his Super Bowl year. But, he, you know, like percentage-wise, he had a really high completion rating. He had a really high, like, uh, he was like, I think, number two. 
on like percentage numbers, like you know, he throws from like eight yards and beyond, like he had like super high numbers on that, and a bunch of other numbers to go with it. And he was also doing all this stuff, making these stats on a team that only went four and twelve. So I, you know, given 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 that the guy has talent and he can play, he's just kind of shithead off the field, obviously. But if I'm gonna be paying my money to a quarterback between those two, I think they're drafted the same year, weren't they? Or close to it. Watson and uh are they a year apart? Who's that? Watson and Jackson. I would have to think they're a few years apart. Um I think your better quarterback bank your better bank for your buck quarterback is going to be Deshaun Watson, in my opinion. And also too, like if you're gonna point out like, you know, that Tyler Huntley, yeah, you know, he played really well even without yeah, on that team that's already built the win with the Hollywood, Hollywood Brown and all those guys in the mix. I mean, that's a that's a legit that's a legit team, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, they'll be uh they'll be okay. Um Harbaugh's getting re-signed and everything, but Lamar, I don't believe has an agent. Uh Linda Thanks for listening. Um yeah, I mean uh I don't think Lamar has an agent, so that uh that is kinda different as well. Um with those negotiations, I think. I, I see uh, I seen Jarvis Landry fired his agent. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. Does he Drew, he Rosenhaus, like, Drew Rosenhaus got paid. I know that, so <laughs> is there a time where Drew Rosenhaus or oh, Jesus Christ, let me get that out of my mouth. Is there a time where Drew Rosenhaus isn't getting paid? That guy's a fucking monster. He's getting it done. He's getting it done. I mean, it sounds like he had his first uh, client when he was like 22 or something like that. Like, that's just – dude's been in the game a long time. Guy's a monster. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, as far as receivers goes, I mean, Jamison Williams, Garrett Wilson, or Drake London, I – I would be happy with either of those three. I mean, can't go wrong. I mean, Jamison Williams, I mean, he's just – those guys played against quality, you know, quality defenses. I think Alabama, Jamison Williams, he's the top, you know. But they, you really can't go wrong with those guys up there. I just – you know, the – you can watch all the tape in the world on them. I usually, with that, I stick with, like, with the first, like, couple reels I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell a lot about a guy. That you, you know, usually go with what you see. But, yeah, other than that. I do, I mean, I do like that Traylon Burks, too, out of Arkansas. He's got a big frame, thick yeah. guy. Two, you know, he's 231 pounds. Yeah, and – you know, I, I liked him. I You know, he's also up there with uh, um, Garrett Wilson. Olavi's even, you know, kind of in there, you know. I just think uh, Drake London, you look at Drake London, he's 6'4". Uh, Jamison Williams, I think, is 6'2". And Garrett Wilson, I think, is uh, six foot. So depending on how they – and I think Devontae was six foot. So – Depending on if they, how do they want their receiver room to look? You know, do they want a big possession receiver? I mean, then I would go Drake London. You know, I think a guy that can stretch the field, obviously, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, either one of those two can really stretch the field on you. I agree with you. I do like that Jahiah Johnson, too. He's, he's 5'11, 170. He's kind of a burner out of Penn State. Yeah. He might, yeah. He yeah. keeps on rising, but you also see too. He's kind of, you know, he's kind of on one of these trajectories. He's kind of going up and down, up and down people's boards. Right, and if he doesn't go in the first round, he'll go. If he's good enough, if he's as good as they say he is, second round for sure, day two for sure, no doubt. No, he, won't, he won't be sitting around. Long. He'll go. He'll go first fifteen, day two probably. Yeah, he won't be sitting around long. I mean. Uh, there's that, uh, yeah, that Thornton from Baylor. He runs like a four-two. He's a burner, dude. He goes four-two. No four-two. I mean, yeah, dude. Uh, what'd you say? What was the name you said? Um, 
There's uh, Calvin Austin, Vilas Jones. Those guys, they run pretty fast. Memphis and Tennessee. Those guys will probably be day two, day three guys. Yeah, Sky Moore too, Western Michigan. He's got he's a stud as well. He's kind of built like his uh his uh, Western Michigan counterpart. Uh, right. he, has, like, he has kind of a Greg Jennings build to him, 5'10", right. 195. So the uh, another funny thing here, um, that photo of the coaches at the uh, West Palm Beach, did you see it yet? I had not seen the I, – I only heard Jim Rome talking about how bad Matt Rule looked. Oh my God! It's so funny. If I can pull it up here, um, Adam Schefter, I'll share my screen here. It's so funny. Find it. There it is okay. Let me. Okay. How funny is it? It's pretty good. Am I gonna laugh? Hold on. Okay, so it's not going to let me. So, yeah, um, just go ahead and uh, you look at it. I mean, the guy looks like he's uh, – uh, Matt Rule looks like he's honestly uh, figuring out that he's about to get last – picked last in kickball. <laughs> you know, all these coaches here, you were talking uh, – yeah, like all these coaches. The only two guys in shorts here. Look at Doug Peterson. What a fucking stud. Yeah. Andy Reid and uh, Kingsbury are the only two in shorts. Look at Matt LaFleur. What am I doing? Yeah. Look at the Vikings coaches right behind him. Kevin O'Donnell. Just the stud. I wish I could figure this out. I don't know why. I had to open up my system preferences, all that good stuff. I never did it on this. But, yeah, as far as the Packers goes, I mean, they, you know, pretty much a stalemate where they're at. I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen there, honestly. You know what I mean? Yeah, so here's – oh, shit. Wow. Kind of goofy looking, huh? You see that? Does that look like shit? Yeah, that isn't this year's. Okay. Well, there's Matt LaFleur. Yeah. It's not this year's. No. Okay. I'll stop sharing. Okay, hold on here. Let me try. Okay, yeah, I got it now. You got I'll it? I'll pull up one more time here. Yeah, do it. There's Matt Rule. There we go. Looks like a sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like he just looks, yeah, dude. Like he looks like the. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like he just got on a fucking Burger King. He was pissed off. While right. Was <laughs> hey, out of this whole thing, though, let's be serious. Right here, Ron Rivera, stud. Stud. This guy right here, Matt or Matt McVay. McVay. Yeah. He looks like he looks like he's a cool kid in class. You know what I mean? Definitely. You look over here, Mike McDaniel, stud. Looks like this is a total stud. He has his white white beater on. You can see it inside his deal. The oh, white. Yeah, he looks like he just got off a skateboard. He's ready to rock and roll. Yeah, dude. That's uh, yeah, that's interesting. He might have brought him back there. <laughs> oh man, look at these guys, all clowns. There's, jeez, that Doug Peterson back here has his line. <laughs> Look at LaFleur looks like he's like covering his nuts for a ball tap from a yep. He's like, God damn, Rivera's gonna get Rivera's gonna give me a gift. Riverboat Ron. Look at look at uh 
Uh, Carol, he's over looking at the chicks over here. Well, it's bullcrap. It's bullcrap that they put Andy Reid in the back because, like, the other one, like, you had it, you know, his legs are in the front. <laughs> People just gave him a hard time about it, and I think that's why he stood in the back. Probably. I'm looking for Belichick. Did he not make the meeting? No, it was uh, – there was four that did make it. I think it was uh, Belichick, McCarthy, um – Mike Brable, he's a big son of a bitch. Look at that thick fucker. Yeah, there's like two other ones that didn't make it. Harbaugh. I ain't gonna lie to you. Ron Rivera's a goddamn stud. Look at this guy. Hawaiian shirt, pink. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> Lovey Smith over here. Fresh that's, part the, that's part of the new Washington Commander's apparel that he's wearing. That Ron Rivera, yeah. <laughs> Good for him. I'm telling you, though. These guys, this young cast of crew of coaches is just goofy as shit. LaFleur, McDaniel, McVeigh. Like over half of them are definitely going golfing when this whole thing's over with. Oh, yeah, there's got to be a big big tournament. Yeah, they golf this morning. They're going to go golf again, and they're going to get hammered. Good for that. So let's stay on topic here of these coaches, huh? I got a dumbass question for you. Okay. So you have okay. So should I leave the picture up, or can you can you? Can I ask this, or can I pull it down? Mm. I'm gonna pull it down. You can pull it down. Does it look that bad on my screen too? I have like ten screens I'm looking at. Uh, it's about the same, yeah. yeah All is good, man. All is good. There we go. So you're in, in in the spirit of WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, the main events. All right. So you have 32 coaches in the NFL, right? There's a Royal Rumble. What four coaches are left standing and who are they dressed as as a wrestler? <laughs> mm. Royal Rumble. I'm going to do mine right off the bat. I mean, come on. Like, so all, uh, how many of the last, of all of them, the last four, who are the last four standing? Yep. Oh, my God. Vrabel. And Vrabel. Dan Campbell's going to definitely be in there. Uh, Saleh's going to be in there. And, uh, Damn, dude, I think, uh, dude, I'd be worried about McDaniels, but uh, maybe Josh McDaniels could fucking show us something, you know? Josh McDaniels might have some fight in him. Who knows? Wouldn't mind seeing McCarthy up there. (laughs) Would not mind it. So, my my four, all right? Royal Rumble style. I'm going to give you my four and who they're dressed as, all right? Yeah. Robert Sala. He's going to be one of my four. Dressed as Hulk Hogan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Number two, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. All right. Dressed as the Ultimate Warrior. Number three, Mike Vrabel, Macho Man Randy Savage. Wow. All right. And number four, Riverboat Rob Rivera, dressed as Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Oh, my God. (laughs) And the winner, the winner of it? Robert Sala, that guy's a fucking monster. You see? Oh, he is a monster, dude. He <laughs> is. I mean, could you imagine if like Andy Reid though or McCarthy in there just like trying to get him get their big asses over that fucking rope? Oh, Not yeah. me. Those cankles would be just rocking. Yeah, let's be serious though. Mike McDaniel dressed as Jeff Hardy all day, all day, all day, dude. I can see. It. I bet he does that for Halloween, dude. I mean, he's uh, he's a cool guy, dude. Like, he's a laid people, back. Uh, yeah, people should really uh, read up on him because he's an interesting character. I almost said Nathaniel Hackett, but you know what? He might be. See, I see. I can see McVay being an underdog though, too. He dressed up like Randy Orton, slithering around like a snake, dropping RKO's. Yeah. Yeah, dude, definitely. Like. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. There's Matt rules. Just I could just see him being disgusting in the WWE. He looks like he just crawled out of the fucking Five Guys. Yeah, he just he just demolished all the fries. Didn't know where the fuck they went. He looks like in that picture. He looks like the middle school fan kid. Like that his dad. Like his dad brought him with. <laughs> just pissed about it. Uh, I gotta look at this one more time. Everybody doesn't think look at it too. I'm telling you, the one that Schefter took is hilarious. Oh, I missed it. There it is. Man, look at this guy. Not happy. He's pissed. Yeah, it's uh, it's funnier than hell, honestly. No, I just you have an iMac? No. Oh, okay. I was wondering if you had your messages on here and I could just like drop it in, but that's so confusing. Ugh. It's weird. I wonder why mine does that. It makes that so many windows up. Oh no. That makes sense. Kind of crazy. Anyway. But yeah. That rule does not look good. He's gonna take a lot of heat the next couple of days. Well, you know, that's a life I coach. They seem to get bigger. I don't know. Sal, Sal and, uh, you know, um, McVeigh and uh, Shanahan, you know, Kingsbury, those guys are all in good shape. You know, there's no reason. Pete Carroll's in good shape. Oh, yeah, he's like 85, isn't he? Yeah, dude, he's old. <clears throat> Pete Carroll's old, dude. He's in good shape. Belichick's, you know, he's, he's been a, Bill Belichick's had that body since day one. Man, he's overweight, but he don't care. Yeah, what are you going to do? Dalmain ain't going to win a Super Bowl? Good luck. Oh, yeah, cholesterol. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to say this. I'm to Cincinnati. Yeah, cholesterol doesn't write checks on to Cincinnati. <laughs> so, uh, seeing that uh, Joshua Daniels left the Patriots, who do you think is next in line for the Patriots' head coaching job? Are they going to give it over to son Steve? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that goes. Uh, just read an article. Robert Kraft is sick of uh, not being in the playoffs. So, you it's know, one year, two years, three. I think is it three years now? Yeah. So, I don't know. You're not going to get a better. I mean, I'm sorry. I think McDaniel's is the best head coach. I don't know who the best next best head coach is. Steve, oh. Steve Belichick, man, get those faces on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. Maybe Brian Flores. Maybe. I just see you know, he, he came from the system, and he is Curious. a good coach. He knows him. Kraft knows him. He is a good coach. I mean, I, yeah. I think I think Brian Flores get, they did get slighted out of the Texas job. I think that he was a little bit more deserving of that job than Lovey Smith. That's my honest opinion. But I would have picked him over Lovey Smith. I'd pick Brian Flores over half the coaches right now in the NFC North. Really? Yeah. Ooh, which ones? Well, Chicago, Minnesota. Really? Yeah. You think O'Connell's not going to be a good coach? I think that Brian Flores is a better coach. I think Brian Flores is a motivator, man. I think he's a good coach. I really do. Yeah, I, I think he is a good coach, too. I mean, I He's not as good as Motor City Dan, but he's he's good. He's a good he's coach. In Pittsburgh now? Yeah, he's like the defensive assistant, I think, for Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good spot for him. It's a good spot for him to be. So hey, Tim and Tomlin, same room. That's a lot of yeah. Like I mean, I could see. Uh, yeah, if Belichick wanted to hang it up after this year. Uh, Brian Flores is sitting there waiting. It's a lot of talk though with Tomlin getting out of the door there in Pittsburgh too. So I could see Tomlin actually going to, you know, cultures there. Yeah, whatever. The interview will be there. I know that. Tom, hey Tomlin, I got Tomlin. Go anywhere and get a fucking job. Let's just be Payton. real. Sean Payton too. I'm curious what that happens with that. He ain't done. No, he ain't, because he ain't going to get on TV. He ain't going to get on TV. If he does, it's going to be a smaller role, like uh, halftime, maybe guest or something like that. Um, he needs to be a coach. I just can't believe that uh, uh, Herbie, Herbie and Al Michaels are doing Amazon games. It's gonna be good. That's a good team. I think it's gonna be good, but man, I, I 
I think they could have got somebody other than Herb Street. He's good, but man, he did a good job. He did a good job for the NFL games at the end of the year. I think he did a he did a pretty good job. I, I like Herbie. I think they could have got like you know, pay Romo. <laughs> if Romo's good, I like to listen to Romo. Yeah, I like Romo too. Romo's fine. Um, I just don't know if everyone listen to Monday Night Game ever again. Right. Well, I mean, Troy Aikman. Uh, are they? So is Troy Aikman and uh, Buck going to be ESPN Monday Night Football? Yep. Okay. Man. And then the Fox is uh, – who did the Fox end up getting then? I think Fox is going to roll with uh, – what's his name? Kenny and – Kenny uh, – what does it call him? Goose? Or not Goose. Uh, he did the hockey for the Olympics. <sighs> Daryl Johnson, are you talking about? No, no. Uh, he, was, he was part of that crew. It was like Kenny Moose and Goose. Or Kenny yeah. Moose and Yeah, I'll figure it out. I can't remember the guy's name. He did the Olymp- he did the Olympic hockey this year. Okay. I'm surprised. Uh well, I mean, uh I bet Aaron Andrews uh contract isn't up. Maybe this after this year. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe she went with him over to Monday night. I'm not sure. Oh, I think she's still there. I put her in a goddamn booth. She's fun to live. She's really smart. She's smart, yeah. I I don't know. I think she's in such a good role where she's at right now because she does get vital information. Um, you know, at least information that's it's never bad information. So I think she's highly respected too. In every locker room too, she's highly respected. People, you know, the guys yeah, like, respond to her. Yeah, dude, I think she's cool as hell. Like, I, I think uh, I like her where she's at. Like, she's a, she's already a legend there in that spot. So she should just keep it going. What about Jim Rome in the booth? No. Oh, I love Jim Rome. Don't you? I think he's good at what he's doing. Like, he needs like there's. <laughs> There's certain people that like are good at where they're at. Like, stay. That's your lane. Like, just stay in your lane. Like, where you're extremely good. <clears throat> Be like, could you imagine Bob Euchre doing um, what Aaron Andrews does? Oh, I'd be electric. I think Bobby do a better job. I shouldn't have. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have brought that one in there. He did. He, uh, you know, he did that in WWE for years, man. Or WWF for years. He did the same thing she's doing. Yeah, I shouldn't have brought that one in. Um, God, I guess like, or like bringing like a coach in to do Aaron, Aaron Andrews role. I could never see that. Like, yeah, Sean something like that. that, like a Drew Brees or something like, Oh, I, I think Drew Brees could do that. He could do it, but not as good. He would have good insight though. Yeah. Maybe I'm not good at this analogy thing, but, um, yeah, I mean, she's all famer. End of March already. Yep. End of March. What do you got planned for April? Anything? Oh, my birthday, the 30th birthday is at the end of the month. Yeah, at the end of the month in one month, right? Yep. What are you going to do? Going to Mastodon Mopeth. Oh, yeah. Just going to scream and rage? Oh, dude, I'm so fucking pumped up, dude. Going to take your shirt off down there? Take it easy over there, huh? Keep this PG. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm trying to find the uh, WrestleMania lineup so I can run through that, everybody. The WrestleMania lineup, yeah. I was uh, thinking uh, the other day, um, man, do the Saints regret signing Taysom Hill to that crazy amount of money? Did they restructure that? I'm assuming they did. Well, I see today that he's no longer quarterback. They're putting because they signed they signed uh, the Red Rocket. Yeah, he's doing uh, tight end work this yep. year. Yeah, Andy Dalton's now a New Orleans Saint. Yeah, dude, they saved the franchise of that one. I had this up earlier. I just freaking. I really wanted to get the one in particular. 
that I thought was going to be really fun. But they don't have like the days. There's two separate days. There we go. I think I got it. So April 2nd, WrestleMania, everybody. If you are interested, that is this weekend. So April 2nd, this uh, WrestleMania is now a two-day event. Think times have changed. So uh, your opening match on April 2nd is Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. The next match is uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Drew McIntyre, by the way, former Indianapolis Colt. Next match, you got Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic Mysterio wrestling The Miz and Logan Paul. Then they got the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, the Usos versus Nakamura and Rick Bogues. And then after that, you got two legends squaring off in the squared circle, AJ Styles versus Edge. Then you got the, the Edge is still wrestling. Edge is yeah, he uh he had a serious back injury, man. He went out for a long time. He actually just came back, I think, this year. Wow. And then, and then, uh, then you then, you, then we get into the championship matches. Uh, the Raw, the Raw, obviously Raw and SmackDown, two different brands. Raw women's championship match is Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. And then you got your SmackDown, SmackDown women's championship, which is woo, Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. Woo! Wrestling again, Ronda Rousey. Wow, she's back. And then the main event. For Saturday, this Saturday, April 2nd, is Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's back. Dude. And then Sunday, Sundays are big day, everybody. So this is going to be one of the biggest nights in wrestling ever. But they, they started out right away. Austin Theory versus Patrick McAfee. Host of the Pat McAfee show. If you haven't heard of Pat McAfee's wrestling, yeah, McAfee's wrestling WrestleMania, dude. That's and then you got uh, after that, you have Sammy Zion, or yeah, Sammy, yeah, let's say Zane or Zion versus Johnny Knox filming the Anything Goes match. What we need to get this pay per view, it sounds good actually. Oh, uh, yeah, let's you watch your- it at my house. <laughs> And then you got the WWE Women's Tag Team Team Championship, Carmella and uh, Zilla Vega versus Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Liv Morgan and Ray Ripley versus Natalia and Shazia Belzer. I think I said that right. Shayna Belzer. And then you got your Raw Tag Team Championship match to RK Bros, which is obviously Randy Orton or somebody. Versus the Street Profits and versus the Alpha Academy. I have no idea who they are. Don't quote me. Give me the RK Bros plus 100. RK Bros plus 100? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to have betting odds. All right. Take them. All right. Then I got the WWE Championship match. So this is a, this is a tie-in, basically. So winner takes all. There's two different belts, obviously. One in Raw, one in SmackDown. So this, this match is bringing both those belts and unifying them as one. You got the Roman Reigns versus the Beast, Brock Lesnar. Give me Lesnar. Who do you pick? I'm taking Lesnar all day. Yeah, the WWE champion, Brock Lesnar, yeah. I'm taking him, man. I, I'm taking I, I, too. Don't. Yeah. My ass itches. My mother and my sister. My ass itches. All right. There it is. Thanks, Terry. Appreciate you, Terry. <laughs> oh, shit. I bet, he's just la- I bet he has a th- he probably has this up on his big screen in his house. He's watching this. He's laughing his ass off at the nice. moment. Hi, Remy. <laughs> my ass itches. Oh, Remy. Hey, Remy. Hey, buddy. Say hi. Say hi. He said. Yeah, he probably wants to go outside. 
Um, I, I really don't have too much else tonight, man. It's kind of a low. No, it's been good. It's a good show. Good to catch up. Uh, like you said, didn't do it. You know, I know what we didn't talk about. Now it just hit me. Tyreek Hill getting traded. We went past Tyreek Hill. No, we talked about him getting a new deal. No, we go get traded. Yeah, maybe we did talk about it. Yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, it makes him better. Like he definitely, you know. He makes them better. He got a new deal. I mean, it's you know, it's it's a good deal for both sides. He's making thirty million dollars a year. Is he worth that though? Is he is he worth more than Devonte Adams? Yeah. Is he a better is he better total receiver than Devonte Adams is? Yeah. Yeah, dude. When he's on the field, I mean, you can't. You just need to get the ball in his hands. Like get the ball in his hands on a on a cross or a drag or something, let him, let him go. I mean, he'll beat people deep. Like it is, he's just that, he's that dude. I agree with that. No receiver to get other than, you know, either receiver, you are going to get, you're paying that money regardless. I agree with that, but. Receiver, so. I just don't know if Tyree kills better than Devontae Adams, man. I just, oh, yeah, all day long. The all footwork. day long. The, the footwork, though, Devontae. The route seeker. He's a better – Devontae's a better route runner. Tyree Kill will get open all the time. You don't need to get Devontae open. He put the ball within arm reach. He's going to bring it in. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I'm telling you, I think – Tyreek is just better. You just put him out in the slot. You can put him out open. I mean, put him in the open space, man. He does what he does. He's, you know, the Packers, I just say that because, you know, the Chiefs offense is totally different without him. So is our offense. We're 7-0 without Devontae, but I still think we're a better offense with him. See, I disagree. I disagree there, but I think we're a better team without him going forward. But when he was in the lineup, like if he's on my Madden roster, yeah. I'd rather have him in and out. You know what I mean? Tyreek, I mean, you're not going to run a jet sweep with Devontae as much as you would with Tyreek, though, would you? Two different skill sets. I'm saying, though, like Tyreek has that skill set and everything else Devontae Adams does. Too. No, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's an absolute utility knife, you know what I mean? He's, that's he's, what I mean. Like, I, that's man. why I think Tyreek is worth more than Devontae. That's just my opinion. I, I, I can see that, but I can also see, like, you know, if you're looking for a pure route runner, a guy to open up the field, and I think Devontae is better at that than he is. I mean, tomato, tomato, we'll see. I mean – um, I think I think they're both. Uh, I think one left, one left at the vision, and one became the best one. You know what I mean? I think Tyreek. You know, Tyreek is going to be good without a good quarterback, though. Even I, I can see that. I, I can see that argument too, where he's going to make he's going to make Tua better. Devontae, we'll see. Remains to be seen. I see Derek Carr though has some arm talent. He's pretty damn good. So. Yeah. But uh well yeah, yeah, I'm gonna shut her down here. Uh dog needs to go outside. So all right, well, thanks for coming on. Take care. Yep, we'll talk soon. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cheers. Cheers. So yeah, that is uh I'm gonna close up the show tonight, everybody. Uh make sure you get your asses over to litbeardco.com, get yourself some fresh, beautiful beard oils the wrong way. Ugh. Fuck razors. Good shit. Uh, yeah, we talked a bunch of NFL again tonight. I'll uh, give a salute to old Taylor Hawkins, uh, passed away from the Foo Fighters. And yeah, just he made fun of Matt Rule for a while. Looked like, uh, he literally looked like he went to Culver's, ate 10,000 cheeseburgers, and then showed up for a pitcher. Not good. Uh, yeah, I hopefully I get another show. I know uh, I'm getting Darren. From uh, the BRBC president, you know, the, um, my was our, our Wisconsin chapter. He's coming on here soon. We are talks to Gerald Mershart to come back on the show, and I'm talking to Uncle Hack to come back on the show. So things are rolling. We're getting some guests on here eventually, and uh, shit, we'll be pounding them out again. 
But yeah, on that note, everybody, thank you very much for tuning in. I'm going to try something on the way out. Uh, in the comments, you can give me a thumbs up or thumbs down about the song I picked. And if you can guess the song, I'll give you a shout out on the next show. So, and obviously, my brother White does not count. So, if you can guess, the, if you can guess the intro of the song, give you a shout out the next show, just to prove how loyal I am to my listeners. So, thank you very much, everybody. That's the new one. So make sure to give a thumbs up if you like the new one. And I'll play the old one too, just for shits and giggles. You guys can pick which one you guys like you guys like more. All on you guys. If you can guess both the songs, I'll definitely give you some props. So yeah, on that note, everybody, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to like. Might be biased, all right. Well, nobody cares what you think. They're pal. Um so, yeah, so make sure to comment. You know what? Which one you like? I'll make sure to check them all. Make sure to uh, I can put it up on my Facebook page too. So uh, Pierce Steel Podcast on Facebook. I will say old one. You know, like the, which intros and uh, um, yeah, that will roll from there. Um, I think I like the first one, but then again, I like the second one too. But the second one's a little like you know a little bit more you know. Heavy metal, I guess. Um, yeah, but just like that, I am tuning out. So thank you very much for listening. Like the pages, subscribe to everything that we're at. So um, make sure to subscribe to YouTube. Make sure to like us on Twitch. Subscribe us on Twitch. Make sure to uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us, and you can follow Pure Steel Podcast also on Instagram. I'm trying to get more, you know, I guess more common on Instagram. Um, so yeah, thanks very much for tuning in. Like the page, subscribe, make sure to share it. Uh, and all these shows, I am also doing the audio file on to uh, Apple and Spotify. So if you didn't catch the whole thing, you can catch the beginning or catch the end later on. So yeah, thank you very much for tuning in, and uh, I'll see you next week. Or actually, maybe later this week. Either way, I'll see you soon.